Good evening. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your Monday evening weather update for September the 4th. And it looks like over the course of the weekend, we saw some flooding rain occur in Rio Grande do Sul, and that is likely to be followed by more rain in the coming week. This is something that's very typical for an El Nino year. El Nino spring seasons usually have too much moisture in Rio Grande do Sul and immediate neighboring areas in Uruguay as well as Paraguay and parts of Santa Catarina and sometimes eastern Argentina. And all of these areas did pick up on rain, but Rio Grande do Sul was the wettest. We saw totals there run from 4 to over 11 inches just over the past three days. There will be more rain coming up as we move forward through the next 7 to 10 days and we'll see similar amounts occurring over that period of time. The odds are good that flooding will become more and more of an issue there and the condition of winter wheat will likely suffer. In the meantime, it did rain in Argentina over the course of the weekend and eastern parts of Cordoba as well as southern Santa Fe and northern Buenos Aires all received some good rainfall. One to two and three quarters inches of rain was reported in some of that region and it was all certainly welcome. The European model did a superior job in predicting that and it looks like there was still dryness though in La Pampa and parts of southern and especially west well let's just say southern Buenos Aires and southern Cordoba. These areas still need more moisture. Forecast for Argentina is for a relatively quiet week to 10 days of weather now. The only area that will get rain is in northeastern parts of the country as a part of that heavy rain event that we just got through talking about for Rio Grande do Sul and neighboring areas. Farther north in Brazil the weekend weather was relatively good and looks like we're going to see only a few showers coming up for a little while so it should be a not bad environment there for late season safrina harvesting and it looks like the wheat harvest also is expected to go relatively well in minor production areas in Brazil but there is going to have to be some drier weather coming up in southern parts of the country eventually in order to protect the crop there. In the U.S. of course over the course of the weekend there was no surprises there mostly dry conditions occurred across a big part of the key U.S. crop production area and that was to be expected. Temperatures were warming up. We saw a lot of 100 degree temperatures in the plains and temperatures in the 80s and 90s across a fair amount of the Midwest. These conditions uh, were supportive of ongoing corn maturation but of course was stressful for the uh, soybean crop that was still dealing with dryness. And the forecast is for a more or less similar weather pattern for much of this week. We do have a upper-level low-pressure system that's over the delta right now. That system produced anywhere from two and a half to six inches of rain across eastern parts of Mississippi and portions of western Alabama during the course of the weekend. Some heavy rain also fell across northern Florida. The system is going to be weaker now this week, but the upper-level low over the delta will eventually get ejected to the northeast across the Ohio River Valley and Basin, and so we'll end up seeing some moisture from that, but it should be a lot lighter, probably three to nine tenths of an inch with some local totals of one to two inches. Most of the greater amounts in the Ohio River Basin are not likely to be very common. In the meantime, another disturbance coming into the northern plains here over the next day or two will likely generate rain for the Dakotas and eventually over to Minnesota and Wisconsin, but the rest of the western parts of the corn and soybean producing area and the plains will likely be dry. Hard red winter wheat country is not likely to see precipitation until we get to the 
Sunday through Wednesday period of next week, and then there's a good chance we may see some relief to the dryness and heat that's been occurring there. The Midwest is going to cool down quite a bit this week. We're going to see the low temperatures slipping back into the 40s and 50s across the Great Lakes region, and the same is true for the northern plains. And as the cooler air comes around for Wednesday into Friday of this week, we'll likely see a little bit of rain, but for the most part, because of the two disturbances I've already mentioned, there won't be a lot of precipitation in the heart of the Midwest. The cool weather will only last for a several day period. We'll turn right around and warm back up again. That same cool air mass may generate a little bit of frost in parts of Canada, and uh, that is expected to occur on Wednesday morning, or actually, sorry, Tuesday morning, tomorrow morning, in portions of Saskatchewan, and then again on Friday morning. All right, outside of those issues, it looks like in South America, we've already hit on everything that's important there. Overseas, we're continuing the, the drier bias in Queensland, northern New South Wales, and northern western Australia. These crops over there are going to be stressed for a while. We also expect to see much of China continuing to have a drier bias in these central parts of the country. That is going to be welcome. A lot of heavy rain occurred over the weekend from southern Taiwan into portions of southernmost China. That was the byproduct of both the typhoons Seola and also uh, Heikui, uh, which moved across Taiwan during the weekend, caused some excessive rains and flooding there. A lot of damage occurring, but they're still assessing that. There was also flooding rain from Guangdong into Guangxi, China from Seola. And again, we're not real sure about how much damage may or may not have occurred there, but flooding was certainly significant along the coast. In other areas like India, the weather hasn't changed much from that, which we looked at on Friday. We're still looking at a dry bias in the northwestern province or northwestern states, sorry, uh, the Gujarat, Rajasthan, and Pakistan, as well as Punjab and, and Haryana will all have drier bias conditions over the coming week to 10 days. There is a monsoon low, though, that has moved into parts of India, will enhance rainfall across central areas as we go forward through these next 7 to 10 days, and that will generate a fair amount of moisture for quite a few crop areas, so that will help tremendously for the concerns that everyone has been having on early monsoon monsoonal withdrawal. However, it's still questionable as to how much moisture will get up into the northwest part of the country and to benefit some of the rice and ground nuts as well as cotton that's produced in that area. Far southern India will continue to be dry biased. Uh, outside of all those issues, it looks like Europe is still on the same track it was before. It did rain across portions of Spain and Portugal and some areas in uh, France over the course of the weekend. It will be a little bit drier biased in parts of Europe this week, but will still rain in some of those southwestern areas. In the CIS, we're still drying out areas from parts of Ukraine into Russia's southern region and western Kazakhstan, and that does extend northward into portions of the Volga Basin. The drier bias is not a big issue, but it is one that uh, certainly has the attention of a few folks, but it's not likely to have a huge bottom line impact because it's so late in the season. And with that said, though, there's still going to be some interest in how much sunseed and spring wheat, as well as some of the coarse grain and oil seeds that might have been negatively impacted by recent weeks of hot, dry weather in portions of uh, Ukraine as well as Russia's southern region. For the most part, that is really all today. We do not have a lot of tropical activity out there. There will be a new tropical cyclone developing in the central Atlantic, uh, tropical Atlantic, as we go forward through the next day or so. It's going to become the next uh, tropical cyclone of significance, probably becoming a hurricane eventually, passing to the northeast of the Leeward Islands and then maybe headed to 
towards the somewhere over the open water east of the United States. We'll continue to watch that rather closely. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.